0: Nihon no mini-san. kinichi genichi, genichi,
1: Hello and welcome to Famicast 35, your Famicast for April 2014. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by Mr.
0: Matt Walker. Hey, hey. What's up, man? Not How you doing, buddy? I'm doing
1: okay, I suppose. All right. <laughs> uh And also, uh, the infamous Mr. Ty Schubert.
2: Yo, what's up, dog?
1: <laughs> yeah, what's up, dogs? Um, so, yeah, last month, uh, James Charlton and I, we did a live version of the show. It's kind of like a last minute type of thing because it was getting really late in the month and everybody was busy so like one thursday night here which was like a thursday morning in north america and god knows what time in europe i'm sorry <laughs> so yeah we did that now you know i think it went it went by pretty it went by pretty well and stuff and uh maybe we'll try to do some more of that type of stuff in the future but you know for today it's just going to be kind of a standard kind of episode but we got some cool stuff to talk about so uh you can look forward to that And, yeah, so we'll just go ahead and get into it. So we'll be back after this short musical break with New Business. right and matt is actually going to kick us off with new business uh, this
0: month all right yeah well uh so i've been playing the main basically well i always play monster hunter so i've been playing playing monster hunter but mm-hmm. aside from that uh i picked up famicom remix 2 uh just a couple days ago here and i haven't played a whole lot of it yet i just started uh the super mario brothers three levels and started play- i got through maybe three or four of those challenges rainbow starring him because i uh I'm the kind of person that I have to do everything at the highest level I can. So <laughs> I I like, for instance, on Family Code Remix 2, I actually uh, rainbow started every single challenge. So spent spent a good amount of time, especially over New Year's break, break playing that. That was a lot of fun. Cool. And uh, this one. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody talks about how this one, you know, because it's got games that are kind of more well known and kind of considered more classics than what were what was in the first game. Mm-hmm. Uh or rather the standards, you know, are in this one. So it seems like that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. I do, a lot of people do talk about how uh, in Final cool Remix, the regular, the, the the stages that aren't Remix stages, the kind of regular stages, they're all uh, basically like, basically like bite-sized tutorials for actually how to play the game. Huh. I can kind of understand where they're coming from with that criticism because uh, a lot of them, yeah, are like, like, you know, Jump on the enemy like that's and, and that's supposed to be their way of teaching you like how to play the game or something so it it can get it can get a little you know boring if you've played the games before you know you know how to play the game. why the hell would you have to you know be told how to like jump on an enemy?
1: maybe you forgot i guess I guess <laughs>
0: um but it's always the remix stages then you know they they actually build on that they go more more into like you know here's some crazy new mechanics here's mixing mechanics from two different games and here's a challenge for you which are always a lot of fun so I'm looking forward to playing that more uh but i just started getting into it so i don't really have a whole lot to say about it the other game that i was playing was uh middle gear solid four uh ground zeros so that came out do you
2: mean five?
0: Oh god you're right it's five jesus <laughs> yeah. oh, i'm getting old <laughs> i'm getting old uh back uh, in the day we were lucky to have Metal Gear Solid 2 on the PS2, let alone 5 now. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you're right. It's 5. Holy shit. Um, and I don't know. Have either of you guys had a chance to play that at all?
1: No. I I was really thinking about picking it up. And then, I, I don't know, I think some of my friends, they talked me down. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, you know, I heard that the, it controls, like, really well. And I think that was kind of the, the main thing that kind of kept me away from any Metal Gear Solid game, or at least kept me from being good at them. Okay. Um,
2: I haven't played it yet, but I'm looking forward to
0: it. Yeah, I mean, I personally recommend it. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, but I'm also... That's that's the thing. That's the kind of game that kind of talks to my sensibilities. Like, I like games where, you know, you you, know, you don't have to be stealthy, but if you're stealthy, you know, you can you feel good about yourself, and they're like, yeah, I did it the hard way or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, they... And they give you all kinds of interesting new mechanics in this game as far as uh, they don't give you a radar. So instead of that, then you what you have to do is in order to kind of spot enemies and and be able to figure out where they are, even if you can't see them, basically you just have to spot them, period. Like, if if you can see them at some point, then that means you've tagged them. Mm -hmm. And so what will happen then is, like, you know, if they walk behind something, like a little wireframe or something will come up to indicate that, like, you you know where they are. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's really nice. And, And it then becomes a matter of instead of having to, like, you know, use your radar or whatever, it's a matter of, okay, I need to get to higher ground and then just scope out everything and just, you know, see if I can spot all the enemies. Mm-hmm. And then once you do that, once you go down to, to you know, the same level as them, you're able to walk around and know where they are and, you know, able to plan, plan out, you know, where you're going to hide and whatnot. So mm-hmm. uh, in that sense, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, everybody talks about how it's only an hour long. It's like, yeah, sure, it's only an hour long if you only play through, like, the one story mission that they they give you to start out with but after that they you know you can open up uh, several more missions uh which you know obviously give you a lot more time to play plus uh you have the opportunity to you know find all kinds of collectibles and that's something else that i'm always a big fan of is you know devs giving you an option to you know you can either play the game you know if you don't want to play a whole lot of it, you don't have to. You can just play it for that hour and then be done with it. Or, you know, give you all these, what we call in Japanese, (laughs) yari kumi yoso, right? Basically give you collectibles and all kinds of other shit you can do in the game. And uh, Metal Gear gives you plenty of stuff that you can find. So, in that sense, it's a a lot of fun. And I got the PS3 version, so Mm -hmm. I'm sure it looks even better on PS4 and Xbox One. But Mm -hmm. uh, I think it looks great, you know, for what it is on on PS3, and I'm pretty happy with it. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, it's been good. I, was, I think it was totally worth I think I only had to pay 20 bucks for it, actually, um, wow. since it was the PS3 version. Yeah, it's really not that expensive. I mean, mm. everybody talks about, oh, God, it's a $30 demo. Yeah, but yeah, it is, but there's so much that you can do that I think it totally warrants the price, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sounds good.
1: Yeah, maybe I have change my mind. I don't know, because like I said, I, I was really just wanting to get this because I didn't really have anything else I wanted to play on my PS4. And I was like, well, this would be a reason to play something other than Assassin's Creed 4. Yeah, <laughs> so, definitely. Yeah
0: definitely definitely i think uh i'm sure it looks great on ps4 i will say that i mean my only real criticism against it is that uh you know the writing kind of sucks that the nice thing is they don't they don't give you like a whole bunch of cutscenes that you can't skip they give you like an opening cutscene and then like an ending cutscene and that's it so there's there's no cutscenes stopping you in the middle of the gameplay okay um but i mean the story is shit like <laughs> <laughs> are are, oh. are, you, are
1: you playing in japanese or english
0: uh i got the english version so okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to Kiefer Sutherland, and mm-hmm. uh, he also just kind of sounds phoned in to me. Like it's not, it's it's there's not as much personality as uh, David Hader. Mm-hmm. So, but it's it's still yeah, it's pretty it's pretty enjoyable. Aside from the fact that the story sucks, but at any do? point
2: it's... does he try to sell you calorie mates? No, <laughs> no, I didn't.
0: I'm, let me think here. Are there any are there any any cross promotions there? I don't think there were in this one. I can't remember though. Really? But yeah, the yeah, yeah, I remember. That, you know, that's an interesting uh, aside there, isn't it? I remember in Metal Gear Solid 3, right, is when they put in the Calorie Mates and they had uh, – and then for Metal Gear Solid 4, they had this – it was a promotion, cross-promotion with some energy drink. I can't remember what it was called now. Yeah,
2: and there was like also like iPods and something. Yep,
0: yep. They did all kinds of stuff. And I wow. just remember I had, I had first come to Japan um, – a little before Metal Gear Solid 4 came out. So they brought out this cross-promotion with this energy drink from Metal Gear Solid 4. (laughs) And uh, what happens is if you buy this energy drink, you would get, like, one of those uh, K tie straps, one of those cell phone straps that. Oh hell yeah! It was like a cleaner though. It was like you mm-hmm. know, it was like a little cleaner you could use, to, like rub on your phone and like you know, clean your clean screen off. And uh, I just wanted to collect a crap ton of those, so because of that, I started drinking that energy drink every morning before work. I would oh. go pick one of those things up. <laughs> so yeah, I have a whole, I still have a whole collection of them somewhere. Nice, that's yeah. great. Yeah.
2: You, you know, I went to the Konami store. I think you maybe you saw it on Twitter and. I, I bought a strap. Nice. <laughs> nice.
0: It's for Gradius though. Oh, uh, even yeah. better.
1: Yeah, actually yeah. it's a yeah, it's a really cool strap. Oh, Ty showed me that one. That's awesome. <laughs> maybe I'll put a picture of that up here on the uh on the uh this thing on your phone that you're looking at, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So
2: Can I talk about calorie mates for just one minute? Go for it. <laughs> okay. Uh so our American listeners maybe they played uh Metal Gear Solid 3 and wondered what the hell a calorie calorie mate was. Mm-hmm. According to Snake, it's a delicious square-shaped block. It looks like a cookie. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is great! <laughs> okay, so it's basically just like a little breakfast replacement bar kind of thing. You can get here in Japan for like, you know, like two bucks for a couple of them. It, it's, a, it's a little chalky, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. But... You know, I figured because Solid Snake ate them, and also they were promoted by Kiefer Sutherland in character (laughs) as Jack Bauer in, like, a series of TV commercials, you know, I figured I pretty much had to eat them. Yep.
1: Well, now I feel like I have to eat them. <laughs> I see oh, them at like the you store do, all the time, right?
2: Solid <laughs> I mean, snake yeah. and Jack Bauer—it's <laughs> it's the perfect storm.
0: <laughs> no, that's actually exactly why I, when I, I used to eat them every now and then. and That's exactly why I, I ate them too, I was like, oh, I've seen these in you know Metal Gear Solid three. Uh, although now that I think back, it, it's kind of odd that you know that'll that'll fill up your hunger gauge completely, whereas something like a snake or something, <laughs> even though I'm sure there's much more volume to it, you don't quite fill it up completely. So.
2: Yeah, and he talks it up so much in the radio chatter. It's like, wow, this is great. This is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Snake, it's a space-age food from the future. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for a good time, look up those uh, 24 commercials on YouTube. Cool. Definitely. (laughs) They're a laugh riot. Cool. That's all
0: I had about Calorie Mates. Okay. And that's all I really have about new business been going on with you? So last month, Sega released this free-to-play...
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm hesitant to call it a racer, even though it has cars and you are in races. Uh, racing game based on an anime manga that's kind of popular here called Initial D, and the game is called Initial D Perfect Shift Online. And um, Ty, are you pretty familiar with this series, man? Yeah, I'm very familiar. It's one of my favorites. Okay, because I watched one episode on Netflix of the anime from 1998 and i noticed that you know the it's kind of weird because it's like this mix of you know animated like 2d stuff and then they have like 3d cars that look like you know sub dreamcast level cars yeah (laughs) did you watch
2: the the americanized version because i think that's what
1: was on netflix it's it's with japanese subtitles or with japanese voices and english subtitle
2: does it have all the eurobeat music uh
1: i don't know i only watched like one episode
2: Because, like, I'm not one of those anime guys or anything, but (laughs) this is one of those shows where they, like, they Americanized the hell out of it and they mangled it and it's awful. Mm -hmm. So, watch the original version if you can.
1: Huh. Well, I don't know what the base for the music is in this game, but it's, I guess it's kind of Eurobeat type of stuff, kind of, like, techno-y type of stuff, and... I don't know, for like a racing game, it's pretty catchy. But then again, like I said, it isn't like a racer. And, you know, again, it's free. And you could download it from the eShop if you have a Japanese 3DS. And, um, you know, it it focuses on this shifting mechanic. So that essentially, yeah. yeah.
2: I saw the YouTube. It looked like just a timing game where you try to hit it right at the exact part of your tachometer.
1: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just going to say RPM reader. (laughs) I know so much about cars. Uh, But... I don't Matt, did you have any interest in this game at all or anything?
0: Actually, I didn't realize that it was even out uh, until, <laughs> you know, I logged into Monster Hunter one night and saw that looking to see, you know, if there's anybody else that was gonna be online to play Monster Hunter, and I saw that you were online and you were <laughs> playing something called Initial D, Perfect Shift Online. <laughs> I thought, Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, that that was me. And um you know, i I have been having a lot of fun with this game. I probably put in somewhere around like twenty hours or something in this free to play game. I haven't spent a dime. And um yeah, so like it's like you know, tied to said and stuff. I mean yeah, it's based on this shifting mechanic where it's just all like really timing based and um another kind of like weird thing too well, you know, because it's like a you know free to play game, you you can opt in to like buy credits in the game to enhance like your car it's about like you know building up your car getting it faster more powerful that type of stuff and just progressing and you know it can be kind of a slow grind when you don't have you know she only play like you know i don't know 30 minutes a day 30 minutes per session every couple of hours so it takes a while to you know level up your car but um
0: so, then can you get like this in game currency without paying any money to level up your car too? You can yes, do you, both?
1: yes, you can. It's usually after some kind of you know special type of race or after you you hit like a new level or something like that. Because, oh. you know, yeah, you have like different levels and stuff, it's like you know, leveling mechanic and all that type of stuff as well. Um, but um, yeah, and one kind of, like, weird thing about this game, like, each car has essentially what could be translated as fight points.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> and uh, it, it, it seems to me, from my experience with the game, I've probably had, like, over 100 races or something, you know. And it, it doesn't matter how fast the top speed of your car is. Mm-hmm. If your fight power is just under the other ones, you're probably just going to get your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, another kind of weird thing, too, it's like once you get behind in a race, it's almost impossible to come back, Okay. Um, which is kind of annoying. Um,
0: All right. it sounds like a free-to-play game. I remember that reminds me when I was, uh, I was really into <laughs> uh, Injustice on iOS for just a little while. Ooh. And uh, I, I felt that playing that, I felt the same way. It was like, you know, no matter how good you were at it, you know, like mm-hmm. there's just a point where if, you know, the only way that you can – actually beat the next opponent is by uh, leveling your guy up somehow, you know, and then and then eventually you get strong enough that you can just beat him regardless of whether you're any good at the game or not. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a definitely sounds like a free to play game. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean this this is very much so just in that same vein of just free to play and just basically getting strong enough to kick everyone else's ass. And, you know, there's, there's like, a couple of different modes. There's, like, a quest mode where you can just play by yourself, level up your car, uh, gain in... There's, like, two different types of currency, this thing called, like, decoins, and these are the things that you can use to uh, purchase crap to... Like, the game also has, like, this card system, and these cards can enhance... Oh. Yeah, can enhance your FP, so it can, you know, help make you stronger, and also you can use some kind of, like, a status thing in a race, like, you know go faster or take, you know, take corners a little bit better or something like that. So it's usually in your best interest to kind of like go crazy getting like some of these cards. You could buy them, you could earn free ones and stuff, but typically using like these D coins to get these cards, get you some pretty freaking great cards that really boost up your stats. Cool Um,
2: Card system. It's like (laughs) 2003 all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like that's just my kryptonite arbitrary card system.
1: It's yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I it's actually pretty deep. I was kind of surprised because I first started using it, I was like, oh, this is stupid, and I didn't really mess around with it, and I wasn't really progressing very much. And then I just started looking into it a little bit more, and uh, you know, just kind of using more of these cards and setting stuff up, kind of optimizing my whole setup, and uh, yeah, got pretty good. But um. You know, this game, It the title says online, but, you know, you should not go into this thinking that you're going to be facing somebody, like, online at the same exact time as you are. In, oh, like really? Yeah, in, like, a head-to-head race. What it does, from what I understand, from what I think the manual said and from what it seems like, it basically takes, like, your data of, like, some kind of a race that you did and, like, you know, that type of stuff. And then it factors in, like, your fight power and stuff like that. And then you race against, like, another uh racer and these online battle modes and um w- the cool thing though is i mean there's like this ranking system and s- so like each week you can you know try to rank into like if you're in like the top 1000 you get some kind of in the whole country you get some kind of special prize if you're in the top you know 300 you get something you know stuff like that so it's kind of cool and um kind of gives you some incentive to keep going back and seeing if you can get better and better um, so it's kind of interesting, and that's what kind of kept me back, kept me going. Because so I was like, "Oh shit, man! I'm like in the top 500. Oh no, I'm in the top 300. Oh no, I didn't play for two days. Now I'm like, you know, 732. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so Right, in, right in. yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's like another mode where you can just like race for those cards and stuff. But um, yeah, it's 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 very much a free-to-play game
2: <laughs> all right well i i'm kind of a huge initial d fan so mm-hmm. i might ask you some questions here sure yeah
1: okay uh how many different
2: cars do you have to choose from
1: initially not pun in, not intended um <laughs> <laughs> that's awful <laughs> uh at the beginning of the game like only a handful, maybe like less than ten, but I think total in the game there's like twenty three or something. Oh, that's pretty good. And you know, you got the what is it, the AE eight six?
2: Yeah, what? the Hachiroku.
1: Hachiroku, and um, you know, there's other like kind of cool cars, I guess, and stuff. And um, but yeah, you know, obviously as you uh, keep unlocking stuff in quest mode, you can unlock other cars that you can you know purchase and stuff like that. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, like so. I'm guessing it's probably a lot of the really iconic cars that show up in the original manga slash show.
1: Uh, probably, <laughs> probably. Like <laughs> yeah, like
2: probably. Uh, so. I'd imagine. I'm. I would guess. Like you get the '86, mm-hmm. uh, probably an RX-7, a Skyline.
1: I yeah. I don't think I've seen any Skylines, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was yeah. In there. Yeah, land Evo. And, you know, the the little different groups and stuff like that that I guess they would have raced in these mountains. And, you know, I guess, Ty, maybe, I don't know, if you could give a little background on what this series is, like, all about. I mean, obviously, it's some kind of racing, but, like...
2: Okay, yeah. Initial D is the story of this uh, young racing prodigy in the middle of a small town, Japan. Um who is, like, secretly trained by his dad to be this amazing street racer. And he kind of, uh it, it's basically, you know, street racing. It's about street racing. And he's kind of reluctant to street race, but all his friends are into it. And he's like, wow, I didn't know you were so good at this, Takumi. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's a really good, fun show to watch. Mm-hmm.
1: I definitely recommend it. Um, and is it is all, are all the races and stuff in the anime based in, like, some kind of mountain type yes, of thing? Yes, okay.
2: like, uh, all the places in the story are real places. Right. In fact, uh, like, I just moved to Tochigi, which has uh, one of the more famous courses in the series. Ooh. So some Ooh. of my nerd friends are excited about that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, some of the places are in like, well, um, Gunma mm-hmm. and like the other nearby prefectures. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to remember some of the courses. I'm kind of blanking. But <laughs> there's like uh, Haruna is like the main one. Mm-hmm. And in the game, they changed it to uh, Akina.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I, I read on Wikipedia, it's never wrong that it said that you know it, ha- <laughs> <laughs> it happens that the, the a lot of the places in the anime and manga and stuff are based on real places and maybe even kind of look like them, but you know, it's just sometimes they just change the names.
2: Yeah, I heard there was like some legal reason, huh. so like the the Gunma Board of Tourism gets all these people calling all the time, like, "Hey, where's Akina?" <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, well, there's a really famous place, uh, Irohazaka, which is kind of like a, a tourist spot in Tochigi, and um, you can race on it in Initial D. It, it's just uh, like a, a mountain road mm-hmm. w- with a really steep incline and like uh, like forty six or so hairpin turns. Giggy odd, wow. yeah. For Japanese knowing nerds, that's how it got the name Irohazaka. Because there's one turn for every uh, part of the Japanese syllabary. And I don't want to get too far into that, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes if you go on to it, drive up there, like monkeys will jump on your car. Holy crap. <laughs> or so I've heard. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I think they might, I would assume they'd want to get out of the way of some car barreling down the mountain or something, you know. But hey, you you know, if you're going
2: down like this intense, like, switchback road, you might be taking it slow.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah.
2: But uh, another thing uh, initially is kind of famous for, like, the TV show and the other games, Mm -hmm. Uh, they have this great Eurobeat music. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I can totally hear it in this Perfect Shift trailer. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of wondering if it's the same kind of stuff in the 3ds game
1: yeah um yeah there's some pretty kind of catchy like Eurobeat beat type of stuff and yeah i actually really enjoyed it i thought it was really fitting for the game um just for the whole atmosphere and stuff it seemed great um i, I actually kind of dug it
2: yeah like um it's kind of a big deal in the animated show and you can buy like like years ago i'm pretty sure the soundtracks were big sellers so that's good cool Um, did you ever play the initial D Game Boy Advance game? No. (laughs) Okay. Cause it was weird as heck. And I had to, I I bought it just because it was such a curiosity Mm -hmm. and like perfect shift seems kind of similar. It's like, it's not a straight up racing game. It's kind of a, like a turn based sort of thing. Uh Oh (laughs) yeah. Like you, you don't. You're not moving your car left and right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You choose how you take each turn like it's Dragon Quest. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you might want to, I don't know, fire up an emulator and try that out just to have your mind blown.
1: Track down a copy play on my Game Boy Micro.
2: Yeah, or do that. (laughs) I mean, I bought the cartridge. Yeah, it was cheap, too. So, yeah. So I guess this is the hit sequel, <laughs> something like that. I mean,
1: there, there have been like initial D games on like all sorts of different platforms. Obviously, like arcade stuff, and then yeah, yeah. I was
2: a big player uh, of uh, the third arcade version. Mm-hmm. They hit it at my arcade. We had a whole circle of people that played it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and so, it had that great eurobeat music. Mm-hmm. It was made by Sega. Mm-hmm. It ran on that Naomi slash Dreamcast oh, hardware. Awesome.
0: Cool. Now was that a full on racing game then, or was that kind of like yeah. you know? Okay, oh, so it's that a sit-down arcade,
2: yeah, sit-down arcade game with the wheel, and it, it had a card system. It was one of the earlier card system games, actually. Cool. So you could save your car as you upgraded it. You progressed through a pretty good story mode, actually. There were like thirty story mode levels where you race like every character from the show, and it had that great Eurobeat music. Had head-to-head races. It's pretty fun. Cool. Yeah. And now they have like a. They've had a couple versions since then that are like HD and nice. And they had home versions for PS2 and now PS3. So, yeah, there's a lot of Initial D games. You might want to check those out. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, to close out Initial D, one other thing I kind of forgot to mention. You know, the visually, I think it actually looks really good. It looks a lot better than the cars and the anime. <laughs> um and, yeah, in 3D, I think it looks really good, too. It's yeah, really, really and look good.
2: at the trailer. It looks pretty. Yeah. Like they probably just recycled, like, the the resources from the arcade game.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, the tracks, they don't look, like, that breathtaking. But you're going by so fast that you can't, you know, really. I mean, yeah, it's like, okay, that tree is just, like, a flat texture. That this one's, like, sticking out to the left. The other one's flat. You know, whatever. It's not that big of a deal because you're going so yeah. fast. But one thing that does get kind of annoying is that the game does have some slowdown. Um, yeah. which can really screw up, like, your timing for the ships. Ooh,
2: that's <laughs> rough. That seems like a red flag. Yeah,
1: I mean, they have, like, some every week they do maintenance on the servers and stuff, and I think this week, uh, I think April 30th, they're going to actually have, like, a new version or something that's coming out, like, a, a really significant update. So maybe they're addressing some of this stuff. But, I mean, it's, I mean, it doesn't, like, break the game, but it's definitely annoying. I mean, because, you know, with the ships, there's, like, different, very, uh, different, I guess levels of a shift you can get. I mean you can do a real shit one and then don't get any speed boost but you know basically like the better your shift, if if you're to the perfect shift then you're getting like a kind of a significant speed boost with every time you do that. And you know, with this slowdown that just kind of you know, throws all that crap out the door and it's just yeah, it really kinda of
0: Yeah, for a game that, you know, you would expect to be a full-on racing game and it ends up just being, you know, (laughs) gimped into this, like, you know, hey, time your your shift game. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, Oh, a (laughs) WarioWare. Right?
0: Like, if it's all about timing, you would hope that they would be able to keep a smooth frame rate so that, you know, you could actually time things correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Incidentally, that's why uh, DDR on Xbox is poison.
0: No kidding. Is DDR on Xbox? Does it actually slow down?
2: It does if you leave the background movies on.
1: Oh my god! Hmm, that's that sounds fun. <laughs>
0: so you,
2: just, you turn them off; it's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, like, it loads a new background movie, and then it like hangs for a fraction of a second. It's like, oh, oh! Uh, oh wow! Why that's would bizarre. you do that?
0: Yeah, that's that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. That that's not cool at all.
1: Yeah, so I think
2: maybe the rage would add up pretty quick right here on initial D if it it staggers a lot right there yeah
1: it, it yeah uh, yeah it, it's not bad but um yeah if it ever leaves japan i don't know how that's if that's ever going to happen uh, you know i think it's at least worth downloading and checking out for you know 20 yeah minutes. it's free yeah exactly the price is right here so i mean yeah. come on but um yeah, so I guess that's going to do it for me with uh, perfect shift, you know, this will be perfect shift. Uh, I'm just going to talk kind of briefly uh, about Donkey Kong Land, which uh, just came out on the 3DS VC earlier this month. And, you know, <laughs> I think in one of my uh, eShop Roundup articles, some, some, uh, some of the forum posters, let's see, who do we have here? Uh, the, sorry if I mispronounce any of these. The DeFalcos, uh, Phil, Pixelated Pixies, Azeek, PokePal, uh Stratos and a couple other people were kind of talking about this stuff and you know uh, I I've been doing like this roundup for you know about like 3 years now and I guess my main reason to do it is just to show you guys out there what type of stuff that you know Japan is getting on the eShop because especially with virtual console stuff it's pretty awesome and I know that maybe you think man fuck you Danny you know fuck you and... <laughs> fuck you Danny uh, Yeah I mean
0: I think that but it doesn't know with virtual console yeah. man come on <laughs> There's that too. Let's be fair. Yeah, okay.
1: Well, now that the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> now, it's, I mean, you know, there's always like a lot of cool stuff, and, you know, honestly, it just kind of baffles my mind how bad Virtual Console is in the West. And, yeah, I don't know. But I, I kind of, you know, I think some of these guys were talking about some of this stuff, and I kind of had a thought, you know, because with the Game Boy Advance stuff, like M2 handled all of the Game Boy Advance Wii U, you know, ports, and. I don't know. I mean, maybe Nintendo is, like, trying to set these guys up to do more stuff with the with the virtual console. I Honestly, I would love to see them, like, take over the whole thing because just whatever the hell they're doing now, aside from stuff in Japan, it's just not working in terms of, like, distribution and stuff
0: like that. I don't know. But mm-hmm. you've been playing Donkey Kong Land. That is true. <laughs> so how's hey, that going it, for this, you?
2: Yeah, is this, like, the four-color Game Boy game? That, no, Is no, the, that yeah, what we're talking about? Yes,
1: the Game Boy one, you know, basically 8-bit Donkey Kong Country. Right. And, um, yeah, there's, like, four worlds or something, and, you know, I beat it, like, earlier this week. And, um, I mean, for a Game Boy game, actually, you know, I think it came out in 95, so it looks pretty good. This looks kind of like a dumbed-down, like, Super Nintendo game, and, uh, you know, controls are pretty tight, and it's the same type of stuff you would expect from any kind of, like, a Donkey Kong Country game. Um, so yeah, I, I'd never played it before, and I you know I love Donkey Kong, the classic Donkey Kong Country games and stuff. So yeah, I had a blast with it. Nice. Um, but that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Well, I guess that's actually just going to go ahead and do it for me. We'll take another quick break here, and then we will be right back with Ty on the other side uh, for his new business to finish us off. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, and Ty is going to end off new business for us.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I tend not to buy new games for some reason, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. I, I'm i big into game updates. Mm-hmm. You want to hear about updates? Sure. Okay. Uh, well, Killer Instinct uh, got Fulgore, and Skullgirls got Big Band. Mm-hmm. Now, both of these characters are great and amazing fun to play. But let me tell you about Big Band. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, Mario Paint had... <laughs> right. I know, this is a leap, but stay with me. <laughs> okay. Mario Paint had the cool music composition mode. hmm And, uh, you know, it's still popular to this day. People still make YouTube videos of, like, amazing Mario Paint compositions. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine for a second a fighting game character does that.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Wait, it just wait. blew your mind. You blew uh-huh. my... I mean you had me at Mario Paint, but now <laughs> now I'm just I don't know what to th- I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know what to think.
2: Okay. What you have a character that is jazz themed. All his moves come out of his like robotic body with like like set sa- big saxophones or little triangles for jabs or <laughs> a little squeaky horn. Whatever. You hit his <laughs> medium punch and a trumpet comes out. And, you know, you can just hit it and hit the guy with it, or you hit it, hit the trumpet, and then you hit any button you want, and he'll just play a note. Hmm. And every button on the stick or controller or whatever will correspond to a different note. And you can like shift octaves or whatever. I'm not a musician <laughs> with the stick, and you can play full blown sax well, trumpet songs with this character. Nice. Wow yes and uh there's also a super move where you can freestyle in the middle of it so you can do it in an actual match as well
0: <laughs>
2: or you can just go to practice mode and mess around for hours
0: wow, that's awesome <laughs> so, it sounds kind of like the way the ocarina worked in ocarina yeah it's, time.
2: A, it's pretty much exactly like that except cool. you know a little a little more uh there's a lot more notes you can play
0: so He's when he, when he plays a different note, does that actually become an attack then or is the only attack when he brings out the trumpet
2: the only yeah, the only attack is when he pulls it out okay, so if you're messing around you're just styling on your opponent or you're or you can freestyle while you charge up a certain super move okay but my advice to you and all our listeners is to look on YouTube for some big band. Uh, custom songs that people have made
0: nice
2: yeah so you can like you know just bust out the guile theme and then try to make a big comeback or something (laughs) some circus music just whatever your heart desires as long as you've you know practiced it (laughs) nice so yeah that's cool it's fun it's unique he's also uh voiced by rich brown who you may remember from uh the game trailers countdown He's nope, got... not nope. ringing a bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, and some other stuff. He has an amazing voice, and Dope. I just finished his story mode. It's great. Oh, 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 oh! And the DLC is free for three months. Oh wow! So yeah, and uh, the other character they added through their Kickstarter too, so you can get that. And 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 if you have PSN Plus, Skullgirls is free during May. Oh, fine. oh wow! Plus. Nice. Yeah, so you can get it cool you will get it and you'll I... play me
1: <laughs> on your ps4 the ps3 uh, oh Oh. okay okay cool. it,
2: the the game is ps3 xbox 360 and pc
1: so you're telling me i have to hook up my hdmi cable to the back of my ps3 oh god yeah it's so much work
2: <laughs> yeah also the ethernet cable
1: <laughs> I, I i can do that it's easy
0: <laughs> no. no. Plugging in, plugging in the how, HDMI cable is just horrible how thing. Are they telling in... you.
1: Hey, I'm telling you, the back of the PS4, it's like in this really bizarre place. And the way that my cramped little table with like eighteen consoles on is setting up is just yeah. yeah That's my excuse. Enough. I'm sticking with it.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that game's fun. Um but I've also actually by some miracle of video games been playing on my three D S. Yeah. So, uh, you might remember a while back, uh, I bought Layton versus Wright.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: then I lost my cartridge like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the first time it's ever happened. Mm-hmm. And then I rebought it and it was only like the equivalent of $15. So mm-hmm. oh, that nice. was okay. So I've been playing that. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's good. It's cheap. And the Japanese is not nearly as hard as, um... Edgeworth 2, which I was also trying to play. Okay, Okay, so... That's pretty cool. For those of you with a familiarity in the Japanese language, um, some games and comics and things will easy-mode their text by showing you the pronunciation or the way to read the kanji, Mm -hmm. like, with little tiny characters by them, Mm -hmm. which is super useful, Mm -hmm. especially for someone at my reading level, so... (laughs) So Layton versus right is just perfect for my reading level. Ooh. Nice, yeah. Uh, Edgeworth two is too hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if part of it though is because uh, you know I mean Edgeworth two that's like you know straight on Capcom right, but uh, I know that Layton Layton was actually developed by Level Five right, so maybe they have like you know a different approach to how they make their games or something or their content, you know.
2: Yeah, maybe they're trying to target the little kids.
0: Maybe. Well, I don't know if it's that per se, but, I mean... You yeah. Know.
2: <laughs> or just scrubs like me.
0: <laughs> Foreigners in Japan.
2: Yeah. That's a small market. Yeah, I was just
0: saying, <laughs> It's kind of a niche market. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to be able to sustain themselves yeah. on it.
1: They're going to try. They're sure it's all going to try. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
2: I, I really like how polished Layton versus Wright feels. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, it's got the really nice videos everywhere. Um, it's got voice acting at parts and is, everything is so pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool. great.
0: Good deal. How's the, does it use a 3d at all?
2: Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, it uses it. I don't know. Right. I don't, I don't know how good? to elaborate, <laughs> elaborate there, but yeah, it, I mean, it looks good. Cool. It's pretty.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, I played this at TGS 2012. I yeah.
2: Think. Yeah. I remember that. I was there, I think.
1: Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. And, um, yeah I, I thought yeah, I thought the demo at least was actually pretty cool, um, yeah, yeah. there's only so much you can demo in a game like that, yeah, but yeah, still, yeah, I thought it looked absolutely great, I mean, I really like kind of what you know level five uh does every time I think level five, I almost say factor five too <laughs> but, <Yeah>. um, <laughs> um no, but I you know they they I really like how to, how they kind of have like their engines and stuff like that, especially with the latent stuff, it always just looks really great,
2: yeah. yeah, uh they're they're bringing that to the states right.
1: I think it's already out. Is it? Yeah, I think so.
2: Well, I, I like that game, so check it out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. let us see. Played a couple other things. Let's see. Oh, uh, yeah. I finished playing Resident Evil 4 on professional mode. Oh, man. <laughs> Got to get those achievements. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, Matt was talking about stealth versus uh, shooting everything ever. Mm-hmm. So, I I was replaying Hitman Two, mm-hmm. kind of a golden oldie. It's fun. It's indeliberately very funny. No oh, kidding. Yeah, it's got got those ragdoll physics. <laughs> okay. And like like um, so the Hitman Agent Forty Seven, his default guns are the ballers. They look like yeah, that's what they're called. <laughs> they, they're like they're like. Like a pair of twin forty fives or something, but in this game like they they hit with such ridiculous force that you can like knock someone back like forty feet as they tumble <laughs> end over end down a hallway <laughs> or like 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 end over end down some stairs like a slinky. It's the funniest thing in the world <laughs>
1: yeah. realism yeah.
2: yeah, um I believe. Like, uh, right now, or earlier this month, um, one of the Hitman games was the free game on Xbox Live, Mm -hmm. so that's cool. I have this huge Xbox backlog since uh, I just moved, Mm -hmm. and I haven't been playing, but I've been picking up the deals and getting the two free games every month. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, backlog. Gotta do it. Gotta play games.
1: Yeah, Uh, I'm right up there with you, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, those Xbox Live sales are getting really good. There's like, they're, I think they're almost starting to rival Steam. Kind of like some of the the discounts they have are really, really, really cheap, and nice. they're just not publicized as much. Like they have a weekly deal, and sometimes they have like a publisher deal on top of that. Mm-hmm. You just have to, you know, just keep checking because hmm. they're not huge on the reminders through the interface or anything. I don't think they are. So that's it for me, oh, except one thing. Mm-hmm. I actually bought um a unicorn in Japan and by a unicorn <laughs> I mean a guitar hero controller for xbox three sixty okay well, uh... in japan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they don't exist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How it, much did was... that run you was it a was it an expensive endeavor or no?
2: No, it was really cheap. I was just lucky it was like it was like uh forty Bucks or so for, oh maybe thirty, thirty or forty for the uh, the Aerosmith Guitar Hero set, hmm. and the guitar is that particular guitar is really good, and as I understand it, hard to find now in the U.S. Hmm. I, I guess it's the Gibson one.
0: Oh, yeah, really
2: cool. Yeah, and of course, used in Japan means effectively new. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. no kidding.
2: Yeah, like I looked at. The guitar, and I think it may have actually been new. Mm-hmm. Like, it still had, like, the original factory wrapping and
0: Oh, man. Stuff. <laughs> that's awesome.
2: Yeah, maybe... I think maybe the person only played the game, or maybe opened it by accident, and then sent it back.
0: <laughs> I don't
2: know. Maybe that's the only way stores buy them. <laughs> maybe.
1: You know, sp- speaking of Guitar Hero stuff, I think like, yeah, five years ago, when I was in another city, like, I found, like, a used Wii uh, Guitar Hero 3, like, set and like at the time, my mom was playing Guitar Hero back in America, and I was like, I think I went home for like summer or something, and I played it, and I was like, man, damn, I want this game, and I found it just some used shop for like you know eighty bucks, <laughs> so I bought it. Yeah,
2: I have a whole bunch of like Guitar Hero Rock Band etc. games that I need to grind out for achievements. <laughs> gotta get, gotta get those points. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool. Cool, yeah that's it for me uh one thing though did you guys notice this month was the 25th anniversary of the game boy in japan indeed, indeed. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: how old do you feel <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> actually up on the, the you know the website nintendo we have it should be up at this point it, i'm assuming it is we have some kind of like a little uh retrospective look with uh, several of the staffers uh put in some of their thoughts about you know how what their relationship was to the game boy and like when they first played it like that type of things and it's kind of an interesting read so yeah you definitely want to check that out yeah
2: i actually uh noticed the anniversary through the onion oh (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah like a good gamer Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. I get all my gaming news from The Onion.
2: Right? The the With the fake street interviews with like the same six people over and over.
0: Oh, no, I didn't see that. That's great.
2: <laughs> Let's call it what it was. A Tetris delivery system.
0: That's for damn sure. Tetris was definitely a game that a lot of people played. Although, I don't know. I mean, just talking about Game Boy, I, I played a crap ton of Game Boy and wasn't just, just Tetris at all. I played all kinds of stuff. But it wasn't until Game Boy Advance that I... Based, that, that became almost like my, you know, my main system. And uh, I've always been a huge Street Fighter fan. So mm-hmm. for, when uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Revival came out... Yeah, that um, was really good. on Game Boy Advance. Oh, God, that was so good. Even... And they had even found a, a relatively decent way of, you know, having to deal with, uh, you know, the only having four buttons total, right? So... Uh, God, was it? Was that one of the ones where you hit you hit forward, like, or you you hit forward on the control pad and the button to do like to do like a forward or a strong? Or was that? Yeah,
2: it was something like that.
0: It was either that or it was. It depended on how long you held in A or B. And so, if I, if it was a slight tap of B, then you would do a jab. And if if it was anything more than a slight tap, you'd do a strong. I think
2: it was the direction. Okay, I don't I don't remember so clearly though, but I remember. I just, they put in a lot of effort on that game. They had new art for the portraits oh, yeah. and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that game
2: was fantastic, I, think, man. I played I think the hell they, out of that. Yeah, I think they they totally redid Guile's stage, if I remember. Yep,
0: Guile's stage and then Ken's stage. Ken's stage went from you know the dock to being like under a bridge in like like the inner city. And yeah, like there was like on the wall there was all this graffiti. It was really cool, man. And yeah, they did they redid a couple of the stages. It was just it was just a fantastic game. I played the hell out of that. I think. I mean, I I put probably hundreds of hours just in playing that, like, anywhere and everywhere, you know. It was the first time that I really had, you know, Street Fighter, a good st- version of Street Fighter 2 portable. So, played oh, the yeah. hell of that. Well, we're
2: talking about GBA games. Uh, there, there are two GBA games I still keep going back to to this day. One is Gradius Galaxies. Nice. It's really good. It's, you know, it's straight up Gradius. It wasn't actually developed by Konami. It was like... Um, It was farmed out to somebody, but it's still, like, one of the most gradiest of gradiest games, if that makes sense. (laughs) It's one of the better ones, really. And the other one I keep going back to is uh, Double Dragon Advance. Oh, nice. Yeah, which Atlas put out, and it's really good. It's really challenging, and it just feels really good to play, and it has an amazing survival mode. That's awesome. Yeah, I keep trying to S rank it, but it's so hard.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, those are those are two excellent games. I think I had the greatest one, but uh Yeah, those are two games you can play forever. Yeah, definitely. How about you, Janie? You got any any great Game Boy memories?
1: Yeah, well, um, you know, my older brother, he first got a Game Boy back in, like, the early 90s, and, you know, with Tetris and stuff, and everyone in the family, you know, we all played the crap out of it and stuff, so my, my parents, they got my younger brother and I, like, Game Boys too. I think, that Christmas, and um, I got, like, this WWF game. <laughs> it's it's kind of lame, but, you know, it's just, I was, like, in fourth grade, so I was, like, <laughs> I was so excited just to, like, be able to play this game on the go, and I could go to, like, you know, we're going to the state capitol, and they said I could bring my Game Boy on the bus. You know? yeah. That's yeah. That was just always a lot of fun.
2: I wanted a Game Boy so bad.
1: Yeah, and then I I think the next year I got a Game Gear, and I thought it was so cool, even though it wasn't as fun as the Game Boy. (laughs) Um, Not nearly as portable, (laughs) considering the battery life. In my little tiny hands, I mean, Jesus Christ, man! Did you have the TV tuner? (laughs) No, I wanted that, but it was just one of those things where you know I was like in fourth or fifth grade, so. (laughs) <laughs> Where am I going to get like that much money? You know. Well, if I yeah. can
2: go back to WWF for a minute. Yeah. Which pro wrestler did you pick?
1: Uh, I always like Shawn Michaels. Um, okay. Yeah, and yeah, and then my favorite character in the game was you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, All right. It's like you could change the name, and it like the portrait has like this question mark over his face, and it was just stupid. And like his theme music was the music, like the theme music for the game. And it was just awful. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, yeah. Awful is one word.
0: Awful is one word, but awesome would be the right word, (laughs) is what you're going for. I mean,
1: it was awesome and awful at the same time. I mean,. It was a competent game. It's just, you know, sometimes kind of just bullshit as, like, some of those old wrestling games could be.
0: Oh, yeah. They were they, – they weren't – they didn't have the best gameplay or anything. But, man, I mean, as a little kid, playing those wrestling games was spectacular. I remember mm-hmm. I was totally psyched when they brought out the first wrestling game on Game Boy. And I can't remember for the life of me what it was anymore. But mm-hmm. for some reason, the, when it comes to wrestling games, my, my memories for the ones on NES stick out a lot more. Like huh. – uh shit what was it called i think there's one called WrestleMania challenge mm-hmm. and that was mm-hmm. the first one on the nes where you could control the ultimate warrior so
2: mm-hmm.
0: you could do like a gorilla press Rest body in slam peace, and throw people. ultimate warrior that's yeah. right yeah. he died
2: like earlier this month
0: he left us recently yeah yep. but yeah being able to gorilla press people outside of the ring like was like the greatest thing in the world <laughs> when i was like you know oh, yeah. in my in you know uh, grade school or whatever
1: yeah now the, the this this one in question that I played was King of the Ring and it was actually a port of like the NES version, which I always saw like pictures of in magazines. Like, oh my God, it's in color! It's got to be so much better. But it was exactly the same, just with color, probably. But you know, whatever. <laughs> right on. But um, yeah. No, I had a lot of fun with that. Other games too, like you know Kirby's Pinball Land, and uh, we had this game called Solar Striker. I don't know if you guys ever played that. It's a space shooter type of thing, kind of hard. <laughs> Solar Striker. Mm. Yeah, that one doesn't
2: ring a bell for me. Yeah, Maybe I, I played it. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I, I don't even know how. We just got these games. We didn't even like ask our parents. We just got all sorts of crap. And it was like, hey, this is cool. But, um, yeah. nice. I lucked
2: out. I mean, I got Zelda when I got my Game Boy. Wow. I, I mean, I... that's the game I really wanted. Mm-hmm. And for me, the Game Boy was a Zelda delivery system. Yeah. Nice. I, don't
1: th- I don't think I got Zelda until, like, 1998, and I got it for Christmas or something. I don't know. It was a long time after the fact.
2: But... Yeah. And then I spent most of my high school career playing Pokemon in one hand. Oh, yeah, of course. Do- doing my schoolwork in the other, because mm-hmm. Pokemon only takes, like, 20% of your attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, the Game Boy Pocket, the Game Boy Color, they're small enough to play with one hand. Mm-hmm. That's good.
1: I don't know. You know, with, with the original Game Boy design, I like that better. I like the big D-pad and, you know, the just bigger buttons and stuff. I really enjoyed that. And even, you know, when stuff started getting smaller, even like, uh, you know, 3DS isn't so bad. DS, like, light I thought was kind of terrible when, when in terms of, like, you know, the control pad. It was just kind of small for me. Um, wow. But, yeah, I don't you know. you like mean,
2: the old Game Boy
1: better? Just, like, the D-pad. <laughs> it's, okay. It's essentially, like, just an NES D-pad, you know, on a on a handheld that's, like, you know, you can crush someone's skull with. (laughs) Did you ever see this third
2: party attachment where you could put this clunky thing over the buttons and pad and you would get like a thumbstick and these (laughs) monstrous buttons. Oh yeah. Oh, Oh, Matt knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. I know
0: that kind of stuff. Yeah. There
2: there was like, it was like a set with a huge magnifying thing for the main screen, which was actually good. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Just a big magnifying glass over the main screen, which blew it up considerably. Mm hmm. And I think it also included a light.
0: Yeah, I remember I had I had one of those magnifying things, yeah. I don't think I had one of the ones that had the, the control stick kind of per se. But I definitely remember, oh man, I had a couple of those different lights, right? Thinking that like, one, I was just like, you know what, this just isn't working for me. So I got another one and of course it still really didn't, you know, do what I would have liked it to do. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anything, yeah I, anything, anything, anything to be able to play the Game Boy at night, you know.
2: I had this really ugly light. It looked like this like purple blob monster or something. Maybe by some chance you guys have seen this, uh, but maybe it was probably for the colour specifically like it would fit over and plug into the the link slot. was it like a
1: worm light type of thing, or yeah something?
2: there was there there was straight up worm light ones, but this yeah. was like some nineties blob monster (laughs) monstrosity that was like extreme and hip or whatever (laughs) it worked but it looked like ass
1: yeah i don't know i never had a light for any of my game boys ever it was just i just had to get in like the right spot on the sofa you know to tilt the lamp towards me or something you know sure yeah that era of handheld gaming (laughs) blah yeah (laughs) cool all right. Well, that's kind of cool, you know, impromptu Game Boy section. That was awesome. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and move on to the news here right after this next musical break. Let's do it. So, we're going to go ahead and kick things off with Media Create Sales. This is for the week from April 14th to April 20th. Uh, in terms of software, uh, James and I touched touched on this last month. Yo-Kai Watch, uh, you know, still kind of continuing dominance, uh, 34,690 units. It's already up over 750,000 units here in Japan. And, yeah, I mean, we, I, I mentioned this the other day, too. I mean, there's a new anime that came out in, in uh, January and... You know, in a couple more minutes here, too, there's this other, there's this campaign that's going on right now that I think is just going to, you know, make this game just get into more and more people's hands, particularly young kids. (laughs) So, and, um, yeah, and this, you know, this does not take into consideration, I'm pretty sure, digital sales, this is just, you know, physical sales of this game, so God knows how many copies of these things are actually out there. Um number 2 that particular week was third super robot wars Z G G hen on the PS3 everyone loves super robot wars right um,
2: Hell yeah who doesn't
1: Yeah well you know I, I was I was in a stage of my life when I I kind of did and then I
2: just I experimented with it in college the <laughs> oh.
1: There it is Is <laughs> that that time in your life yeah but uh yeah, that's that's I guess going pretty strong for them too. hundred and seventy four thousand units total. Uh Final Fantasy fourteen online on PS four. It's that it just released, I guess, this particular week of this information. Thirty one thousand units. Uh Phoenix Wright and Ace Attorney, you know, one, two, three, Naru selection. Uh, it's the first week on the 3DS. This, again, is the remake of basically 1, 2, and 3 on 3DS. There's, like, 3D visuals and allegedly English on the Japanese version, too. So good. Get yeah. you one. I need, yeah, I'm probably, I don't know. I, I always say I'm going to probably get something, and then I just forget, or I just don't. So <laughs> I like, I, I
2: don't feel super inclined to get them since I've played through them already. Yeah. But, you know, I'm telling you, like, if you have not played this trilogy, it's one of the best games ever made like in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. So
1: get it. Just yeah, get it. I probably should cuz I I I had have I don't know. I bought or got one of these on my iPhone and you know it's basically like a GBA port so it was kind of right. Bleh, <laughs> you know. Um, Matt, do you have much experience with the series?
0: Unfortunately, I don't. know. I did download uh that the iPhone app. Um I think okay. since since it's come out, I think, I can't remember, but I want to say that, yeah, they brought out, like, a version that was, like, you know, a paid version, and then uh, they brought out a version that was essentially a demo, and when they did that, I want to say that they up all the assets. Huh, okay. I want to say. Uh, I could be wrong, but Wait, I think... wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. Have you guys not played through this trilogy?
0: Yeah, can you believe it? That's, 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 <laughs> no. That's,
1: that's a thing that's true. <laughs> it happened, or didn't happen.
2: Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you guys? This is, like, <laughs> one of the top five DS
0: games, like, ever made. I know. I, I'm kind of ashamed. I, yeah.
2: Or GBA, but, yeah. I'll, the I'll DS punish version myself. Is
0: fine. I'll punish myself. <laughs> I'll put myself in the corner later. I, 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 I will. Yeah, I it. promise. I promise. What,
2: well, yeah. the, then you guys definitely get the 3DS version then.
0: There you go. Get the 3DS version, then we can have a have uh, a Hodo cast. And talk <laughs> Dude? It. Yes. Well, I
2: mean, if it includes English.
0: And, uh, <laughs> well Maybe. the english uh, A- translation Elizabeth. was really good mm-hmm. yeah so... the the localizers are really good on that series yeah
1: so get it just get it
0: cool there you go we got to do it danny We've yeah been...
1: we probably yeah we probably should talk about well, it so next I, month
2: once you you do i want to hear your opinions about which cases were the best and which were the
0: worst oh we got homework now oh yeah man. <laughs> got it
2: all right i'm looking right. forward to discussing this at length <laughs> uh, when
0: we have our cool. Ace Attorney cast, it's going to be yes. good. our Phoenix Wright cast. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. be 10, 10 hours long.
2: <laughs> yeah, then That's you cool. can, like, uh, after you play it, you can watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was I hoping... Know, yeah. I have
0: seen the movie. I have seen Oh, really? I've seen the movie, and then I watched the uh, the Takarazuka um, musical. Um, oh, on, the musical. On, That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, on DVD. So I have seen... And, you know, Takarazuka, in case you don't know, is an, all, an all-female uh, musical troupe. And so they do all kinds of like musicals and, and stage shows. Uh, only it's all female, so the all female cast uh, will dress up as both you know the the, the male parts and the female parts. And uh, they did one for Phoenix Wright. I want to say they've done one for another Capcom game, maybe like Sengoku Basara or something, but I could be making that up. So <laughs>
2: I remember uh, seeing a preview of that on YouTube. That's a real thing for our listeners: a musical play about Phoenix Wright. With a hundred percent female cast, wow,
1: it's pretty awesome. Check it out;
2: (laughs) it's it's peak Japan. Cool.
1: Um, yeah, Mario Party Island Tour on 3DS um, also kind of rounded out the top five. It's over three hundred thousand units here in Japan. Um, yeah, and. Obviously, you know, 3DS is always going strong here. Uh, I think like yeah, about 20,000 units and Vita's up there tw- as well, about the same. And the poor Wii U is down towards the bottom of the list, above the PSP and 360, but, you know, still not doing much better than that. Year to date, not even 200,000 units. Um yeah, doing pretty awful. <laughs> but
2: the dream is dead.
1: <laughs> it could be. Oh, it
0: could be. Kidding, man. Oh, Christ, you're not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the,
2: the, way, the way I see it, everything hinges on Smash Brothers.
0: You think so? You think you think Smash Brothers is going to save the system?
2: I, I'm saying it could, not that it will.
1: Yeah, I
0: mean, let's I mean,
2: is... I, I, I'm starting to get a little bit concerned that they haven't shown a playable Smash Brothers yet. Like, they haven't exposed it,
1: really. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, the Smash Direct that they had a couple weeks ago was actually really cool, because honestly, man, I wasn't really excited about this game at all. I I really didn't give a shit. Um, But now, you know, I I like the fact that they're not coming out at essentially the same time. You know, the 3DS one's coming out in the summer, and, uh, you know, the Wii U one's coming out in the the winter time, be it this winter, 2014, or, you know, 2015, whoever, depending on who you talk to, opinion about this. But, you know, oh, yeah, I definitely have a lot of opinions about that. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's cool that they're kind of giving each of the games room to breathe, which is good. But, you know, 3D, I don't know. They, they should have just probably done it with the Wii U version first because everybody has a 3DS. <laughs> so it's not that's not the problem here.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, Ty, what do you think, man, uh, as far as having them release the 3DS version a, a full, you know, X number of months before the Wii U version?
2: Well, I could see the idea that they're since the 3ds is so much popular than the Wii U, they could actually be using it as kind of like a preview tool, kind of kind of some bait, like, "Hey, check this out! You can right. get it on the Wii U on your big TV." <laughs> but on the other hand, uh, fighting games on portables are they're so self defeating; it's just they don't. Work because, all right. The idea of a fighting game or a Smash Brothers game, whatever. The idea is you play it with your friends, mm-hmm. and on a portable, it, it it becomes a little rough. Like either every, all your friends are going to have to own it, or it's going to have to uh, have like the one cartridge tran- data transfer. Sure. and I mean that's nice, but it's also inconvenient. Like it'll probably take time to transfer, and be a pain in the butt. And it's just it's just makes so much more sense to have a fighting game or Smash Brothers game on a, a setup console, with multiple yeah. controllers.
0: Sure.
2: I mean, like you know, I played a lot of portable fighting games. We were just talking about one and how good it was. <laughs> but yeah. like, how often did you play that against another person?
0: Too. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. like Literally just, never. Yeah, never, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, like... I also, I also played the hell out of Super Street Fighter 4 on my 3DS, but, yeah, yeah. I never played that with anybody. I did once, yeah. right, on, yeah, play it online. I played with you
1: once, Matt. That's
0: right, yeah, we played online. Yeah, Yeah, yeah online. Yep, I like, remember that.
2: I was a big fan of Jump Superstars, if you remember oh, yeah. that game. Sure, yeah. It was vaguely Smash like with a lot of fun customization, but, like, you know, I never played against anybody because it's a portable game
1: yeah i mean i actually i'm holding the cartridge in my hand right now
2: jump superstars
1: (laughs) yeah jump superstars oh
2: yeah let's play it sometime
1: okay yeah because i mean like you said i've never played this game with anybody else i think when i bought it i went it was like as my first time to japan and i went back to america and you know nobody wanted to play with me (laughs) so (laughs) whatever
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right all right maybe we could uh i don't Maybe we can s- stream that with like some awkward webcam
0: placement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is getting exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting, yeah. Well, getting back to the 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 charts, uh, it's interesting to see Mario Party. It's good to see that they at least sold, you know, three hundred thousand units in Japan so far. Just because, yeah. God, when that game came out uh, overseas, right, it didn't. It got all kinds of bad press because it was kind of a crappy game, right? And I don't think it sold at all. So. It's good to see that, you know, Nintendo can at least get a couple copies sold in their homeland for that one. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, man, I mean, it just seems like anything, like, Nintendo published on 3DS usually sells hundreds of thousands of copies. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it seems like. I mean, there's Free probably, money! Yeah, I mean, there's probably, you know, a few exceptions here and there, but generally, this stuff's always, you know, flying off the shelves. It's pretty crazy.
0: It's pretty good, yeah, pretty good. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at... Ace Attorney there, it looks like, it only did about 26,000 copies, it isn't a whole lot, but, yeah. you know, but <laughs> yes, I mean, that's just it's it a remake. <laughs> a, yeah, and
1: it is just the first week, too, so, well, <laughs> so it's only going to probably get worse from here.
0: <laughs> Oof. But,
1: yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know, I, you know, I, I, I'm always interested in this type of stuff, you know, sales data and stuff, it's always fascinating to me, uh, is to see kind of where all this stuff's going, but, yeah, With Wii U, not good. So.
2: Needs help. It needs help. Yeah, but sure. seriously, like, um, I am open to the idea of having a system for one game. Hmm. That game being Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. There you if go. If it's good enough.
0: <laughs> if it's good enough.
2: Yeah, I mean, like the Wii for me was basically, uh, a, a one-game system, which was Smash Brothers.
1: Not Wii Music.
2: No. okay (laughs) I mean I bought the Wii when it came out and I played you know like WarioWare and Resident Evil 4 and they were pretty good but you know first couple months you know I'm done with those just put in Smash Brothers never (laughs) literally never take the disc out of the system again Nice. cool and I have a hunch that's what the Wii U will be for me
1: Cool. well i guess that kind of does it for uh sales status stuff so we have a couple of other little bits of news
0: uh so yeah and i <laughs> i had not known about this until uh, i had heard about it on on the web but yeah apparently uh, there's a new ace attorney game coming out i think it's called dai gyakuten saiban mm-hmm. and uh it's it's going to take place in the age the meiji era of japan so <laughs> yeah uh from from what i had seen on the um The trailer there, it looked like it was only uh, just a couple pieces of key art, you know, with some music playing and and it was really playing up the kind of Japanese perspective since it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes place in Meiji era, Japan, which uh, I was, as I was watching, I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of like this kind of stuff. I've always been a fan of the kind of, you know, like when they have like the sakura, the cherry blossoms Mm -hmm. and, you know, the, the stuff that they consider to be very wa, very Japanese. Um and yeah that's it's there's it's very nice imagery to me mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool to to see that oh yeah yeah i
2: I have some things to say about this go <laughs> that seems uh very cool. it reminds me of another game I played mm-hmm. um okay it's it's another one of those games that's so weird I had to buy it, <laughs> okay. maybe I talked about it before but um okay s n k put out uh a dating sim game <laughs> <laughs> that was all of the characters from its fighting games mm-hmm. with a couple others mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like like um well they released 3 of them and they were for cell phones mm-hmm. and they put them all together as a DS game
0: Wow
1: <laughs> So
2: so yeah there was uh the first two which was mostly like King of Fighters and Fatal Fury characters and So you're, like, you're
0: saying you're saying yes. that I can woo my Shiranui is what you're saying.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I exactly. That.
0: I need to find this.
1: There's a chance.
2: If you're into married <laughs> chicks.
0: My Shiranui, is she actually technically married to Andy? Is that the way it works in the, y- in the canon y- there? Yeah, that that's
2: canon. Oh,
0: God. Well. Yeah, yeah. he shows up, too. That's convenient, because I'm married, too. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> great. Okay, so,
2: so the third one of those games was uh, Samurai Showdown, mm-hmm. where you can uh, interact with... Uh, those fine ladies of uh, whatever era that was. <laughs> my my history isn't so hot. Maybe that's Meiji era. I think I, before
0: that, way before yeah, that. Yeah, but...
2: maybe bef- way before that.
1: Mudamachi, Bakufu, trust me, I don't know.
2: Yeah, a long time ago, the yeah. samurai era. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so uh, that immediately came to mind when I heard they're doing a new uh, Ace Attorney game. In ye old Japan,
0: yeah. I yeah, have I was to wonder. To... It's talking about S and K here now. I'm, now I'm, you got me thinking about. As soon as you said S and K, I started thinking. Oh, I wonder if he's going to talk about the Neo Geo Pocket. But I guess that wasn't. it. <laughs> <laughs> talk about that awesome S versus Capcom fighting game. The head so good. Oh, that was such so a good, good.
2: game. Oh my and God. that amazing thumbstick.
0: Yes, that thumbstick. Oh, the sex. <laughs> 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 so good. So
2: oh. good. Oh, in oh, the card fighter game. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, I didn't play that one, but it looked awesome. It
1: was good. I even thought it looked awesome. I mean, yeah,
2: but anyway, I have to wonder for this new Ace Attorney game: Do you play as the ancestors of Phoenix Wright and Edgeworth?
0: I think you do because the I remember the name of the character is the 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 surname was Naruhodo, but I can't remember what the what the given name was unfortunately. So but yeah it does it does look like you will be playing some kind of ancestor to uh Phoenix right.
2: Yeah and and I um so Edgeworth in Japan his name is like Mitsurugi Reiji. and that and he seems like this really high class guy. He seems to be the type that would be descended directly from a samurai.
0: Mm-hmm there you go. Well, we'll get to find that, that, out. <laughs> that was that was the
2: impression I got. Right. Like, you know, I'm not a Japanese person or anything with a keen intuition for this sort of thing. But This is
1: when we need Minoru on here. to be like, Minoru, please tell us the truth. Yeah, yeah tell
2: us about Japanese history and, like, the <laughs> etymology of names and all sorts of things.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, yeah. We'll I have to have Minoru, Minoru then on our Phoenix right cast, and yeah. he'll actually be able to explain everything. It'll be awesome.
1: He'll be oh. like the judge or something, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah, he'll be the show. Yeah. That'd be
1: awesome.
2: So yeah, that sounds fun. Cool. <laughs> Anybody want to place bets on it coming to the West? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what Pokemon Conquest? Like the Pokemon mix mashup with oh, what the heck is it? The 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 thing. It's like a re- RTS type of thing. Oh my god. Ugh. Whatever, well that it was like based in like um, you know, uh, Nobunaga's ambition or something. Yeah, that oh, yeah. like right, ambition right, like that yeah. mashup that came out in America that was kind of weird.
2: Oh yeah, it came out.
1: Yeah, so many.
2: Oh, are we talking about Nobunaga's ambition?
1: Well, like there <laughs> the the <laughs> like mashup the... between Pokemon and that. I mean, yeah, wow. I guess Nobunaga's ambition coming out in the West is kind of bizarre in itself, but. Yeah, for it to happen, I think that was like in two thousand eleven or two thousand. With a
2: mashup with Pokemon. Oh my god, was yeah. that
0: that long ago? I thought it yeah. hadn't. I thought it hadn't come out yet. Jesus, I'm old. Twenty <laughs> fifth anniversary. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Man, um, yeah. Well. <laughs> uh i guess to finish up news uh there's you know i mentioned yo uh, yokai watch up there uh just a couple minutes ago uh right now here there is a campaign for a free game you get like this free game voucher anytime you purchase a uh 3ds ll or xl as you know it in the west uh starting april 26th uh gamers who purchase this you know the new system will get this voucher dah, 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 dah. it's it's a monthly campaign so uh these games are going to change every month, but the first two games for the month of May are Animal Crossing: New Leaf and Yokai Watch. So, uh, people that buy them could get like a digital version of these games, and they can keep these vouchers all the way up until like September 30th. So, if like let's say this month you're like, ah, oh, I don't want any of these games, you could wait and pray that next month there'll be something that you want to play. Oh, nice. So yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> there are apparently three new Pokemon themed 3DS L's coming out here as well uh they're have something to do with you know uh this new pokemon movie that's coming out and also to support like the japanese like japanese soccer teams uh (laughs) and they're available in like three different colors like a red white and a blue and they have like uh i I picked this up from like a story on our site uh i don't know any of these pokemon or whatever i Uh, Ash, Xerneas, Vito <laughs> on the front. And then, like, Pikachu and Deoncie. Is it, like, Beyonce's sister on the back? Uh, <laughs> wow. Be- po- <laughs> po- Pokemon fans hate me now. That's fine. Um, but it's kind of weird because they're just giving these away at, like, specific locations of, like, three specific teams here. Like, one, I guess, FC Tokyo. I'm assuming Football Club Tokyo, Yokohama, Mary Nose, and then Udawa Reds. Actually, that's pretty close to where I live. They play uh, not too far away. So I guess I technically could maybe get one of these super limited edition systems. But probably or snap. Not. But probably not. <laughs> so, yeah. And I guess to, to round it out, in the vein of Yokai Watch, uh, it, Famitsu had said that it has actually shipped a total of 1 million units here uh you know like we said earlier it's just kind of under 800,000 units sold here um then yeah yokai watch 2 there's like two different versions it's kind of you know they're kind of doing like the pokemon thing uh there's a one version that's called ganso and the other one's called honke and they're set to release on july 10th um so yeah really big it's getting really big and just going to continue to do so it looks like so yeah good
0: for them man i remember when they uh got a couple years back when they had announced all those different uh you know, IPs that they were going to put out, and they were going to put all these different, you know, games out for 3DS and everything, and Mm -hmm. uh, just Level 5 since then had not been doing well, right? Um, Yeah. And it seems like after all that struggle, you know, like, they finally put out Yo-Kai Watch, and that's doing well, so good for that, and then, uh, what's that, uh, Wonder Flick, right? Remember, they put out Wonder Flick, which is this uh, free-to-play mobile game, and Mm -hmm. smartphone game, and that was that was something else that you know they've been talking about for the longest time. They finally did, and then there were all these problems with it where, you know, servers were going down and stuff. And so it seems like, that I don't know if they're making any money on that or not. But at least you know they're they're finally starting to get some games out, and they're and at least some of them are starting to be successes like Yokai Watch. So that's good to mm-hmm.
1: know. Yeah, 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 and. Yeah, so it's that's, that's always good to see and hopefully we can see some new cooler IPs uh, from them. You know, what, there's Layton seven. <laughs> that's like some kind of bizarre Layton spin off that's coming to smartphones and like three D S and other stuff too. So I mean, yeah, they're they're definitely just going out there with just different stuff. I mean, yeah, I guess Layton having being attached isn't really going out there too far, but um <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's it's great to see, you know, developers and publishers willing to do this type of stuff. So
0: just you just think about it, you know, you think about how Level 5, when when they were in their prime during the DS days, right, that's when everybody was like, oh yeah, you know, Nintendo, Nintendo just prints money, you know, Level 5 just prints money, these yeah. guys are going to be around forever, and then right around the transition from DDS, DS to 3DS, that's when everybody just started, like, falling into the shithole, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: and I mean, yeah, so like, there was this game that they released, it's called Time Travelers, it was on 3DS and... Uh, and Vita also, and I got it, and it's it's cool, but it's like it's this new idea, but it like just totally flopped, like nobody gave a shit, and it's like oh man, and it's kind of like one of those duds that just happened in that period, you know, unfortunately.
0: But, yeah, and a lot a lot of their stuff had done that, right? I mean, uh, what was that one that they did with Ghibli? Nino Kuni.
1: Yeah, 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 the DS one, man. I mean, dude, it just fucking nobody cared. I mean, I f- I found like a copy of the game with the big ass book and everything for like essentially 20 bucks. And of course I bought it because it's cool as hell.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, us too. Wait nobody
2: cares. Second. That that'll be the title of our f- podcast from now on. <laughs> <laughs> we you. Nobody cares. <laughs> so sad.
0: So sad, but so true. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, um yeah, I guess that's gonna go ahead and wrap up the news. So we'll take another short break and then we're gonna go ahead and close out the show. right so we're gonna go ahead and close out the show uh we're gonna go ahead and give you our twitter handles all that type of stuff uh if you want to follow our official famicast twitter handle it's at the famicast um yeah we have i i'm i guess i'm primarily in charge of it so you can blame or praise whatever you want about that thing but uh typically talking about stuff about the episode or maybe just something interacting with you guys if you have something to say about the episode uh you know last month we got uh, several people following, and we got some pretty cool interactions on Twitter. I, I enjoyed that, and uh, yeah, please keep them coming. Um, that's that's a really good way to get a hold of us. And then you know we also have our individual Twitter handles, and uh, mine is at Danny Biv. And uh, how about you, Matt?
0: Mine is Gypsy Otoko, GypsyOtoko, G y p s y o t o k o. Cool. And Ty, how
1: about you, man?
2: Super Cat Drugs.
1: You can never I love that. that one. That's always a good one. It's, it's,
0: yeah, it's awesome. so good.
2: That's a top tier name.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly you gotta be careful you don't get hacked you know you might get hacked if somebody wants that one yeah so, yeah it's
2: like having a a low ICq number back in the day yeah who remembers ICQ
0: oh yeah raise your hand
2: oh yeah 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 you, you have a five digit number too bad the Russians have it now <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well um yeah I guess that's gonna go ahead and close it up close after this, this month uh Ty thanks for going on man
2: Oh, always a pleasure.
1: Yeah, and Matt, thanks for uh, you know taking some time to be with us today. Thank you. Cool. All right, we'll catch you guys next month. See ya.
0: Peace.